It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Eurobasket has come to an end. We're officially in the turn toward the beginning of the Orlando Magic season. We'll recap what we learned about Franz Wagner from his run at Eurobasket and what to expect for him this coming season. It's time for a Monday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic. Today is September 19th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk all about Franz Wagner, what we learned about him, what we saw from him during the last two weeks at Eurobasket as Germany takes home the bronze medal, plus what to expect from him this coming season. What it all means, we'll tie it all together, what we've been talking about for the last few weeks as we get ready now for the NBA season to begin. Before we do any of that, though, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Um, I'm a game person. So I, I really enjoy games. Um, I, I, I find them to be the most valuable thing and to give us kind of the best best framework to talk about things. Um, as, as much as the rest of the NBA world seems to enjoy the offseason maneuvering, none of it matters without the games. And so um, if, if for the last few weeks I've put a lot of focus on Eurobasket, it's because one of the Magic's most important players in Franz Wagner is playing games and giving us information about what he's going to do this coming season. And we're going to get into some of that coming up here in just a minute, both the good and the bad from Eurobasket. But let's start with the obvious good part. Um, I recapped uh, Friday's loss to Spain on on our our last episode of Locked on Magic, but Germany defeated Poland uh, 92-79 or 82-69. I forget this. They won by 13. Um... Germany defeated Poland to win third place and the bronze medal at Eurobasket on Sunday. Um, To to say the least, this was uh, a disappointment because of how close they were to beating Spain and and how competitive that game was against Spain, the eventual Eurobasket champions. Um, But at the end of the day, this was also a a humongous success for Germany. Um, As I think I noted, um, I've talked about this online at least, um, Germany was not a shoe in to get out of their group, out of the group of death. They had a, a really odd roster. They were missing a lot of key players, but most importantly, Germany just has not competed significantly on the world stage in quite some time. They made the Olympics last summer for the first time since 2008. They won their first medal in any major FIBA competition for the first time since 2005. 
this uh, this is a, a monumental victory for Germany, and, and, and to do it on their home floor is is really big. Um, and, and yes, Dennis Schroeder was the driving force, and Daniel Theis was a big factor too, and Franz Wagner was the rookie on this team. So everything we're going to say about what we've learned about Franz Wagner from his time in Eurobasket has to be done within that context because whether we like it or not, these national teams favor players based on seniority. They did not know what they had in Franz Wagner. Much the same way the Magic didn't really maybe know what they had in Franz Wagner when they drafted him last year. This was a tournament for discovery. This was a tournament for figuring out who this guy is and, and how he fits into a team that's already pretty well made. And the hope is, you know, for Germany as well as for the Magic, is as he continues to get better, then he becomes a central figure for these teams. That's essentially what this season, this, this, this tournament was, was for Germany to figure out who Franz Wagner was. Now, Sunday's game, we saw the worst parts of Franz Wagner, the worst things about the Franz Wagner experience. Wagner scored only eight points, didn't take a ton of shots, wasn't super involved in the game. In fact, I, I think Poland did a really good job when Wagner did get the ball, or Germany did run plays for Wagner, of denying him the ball. Very quickly, this, very quickly in this tournament, everyone realized how vital Wagner is and perhaps how easy it is to shut him out because he, he isn't a generator as far as creating off the dribble. And, and, and you really have to kind of force him to be that creator. Uh, and, and Germany was happy to rely on Dennis Schroeder, who made the, the first team all Eurobasket uh, in this tournament. Uh, Franz Wagner very realistically could be on that second team if they did name a second team. But Schroeder was one of the best players in this tournament. Where no one should take that away from him. And so... You know, the, the common complaint with Franz, both from the Magic, but also very clearly from Germany in their two losses in this tournament, is that sometimes it's very easy to forget he's out there. He's not going to impress himself on the, on the game. He's not going to force his way in, into action. He's not going to dominate the ball unnecessarily. That's just not who he is. And so, we saw then the worst parts of Franz Wagner on Sunday. Or, or not the worst parts, because there, there, there isn't a worst part. The worst part is sometimes he doesn't get the ball. And, and you have to kind of force the ball to him. And when teams know to load up on him, what do you do? Germany's offense was a struggle on Sunday. Um, and it, just like it was a struggle in the loss of Slovenia, just like it struggled in the fourth quarter against Spain. When you do not get Franz Wagner involved, you're off, that's usually a sign your offense is not working because Franz is going to find ways to get the ball. He's going to find ways to score because your offense is working. And if you give him the ball, good things are going to happen. That's actually the case in Sunday's game too. One of the clinching plays for Germany was Franz getting the ball in the, uh, in the corner, driving in, dumping it off to Johannes Thiemann, uh, and Thiemann uh, making a layup and drawing a foul. Just a fantastic play all around. The, the fact is, this is still Wagner's big issue. Is he sometimes doesn't know how good he is, and his team sometimes can't get him to really put himself in the game or, or, or to get him the ball in, in significant ways. But 
if this is the biggest complaint we have, and, and this was certainly the case in Sunday's game, then Franz Wagner is doing so many other things so well. And it's really important to, to go down the list of all the things Franz Wagner did well in this tournament and, and just how good he was in this tournament. Especially as we begin to think about what he's going to bring to the Orlando Magic when they tip off their season next week. We're going to talk about those positives coming up here in just a moment. But first, are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. Well, there's this great app that I use that helps me track all my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. This app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on. This is something that real people have used telling us that it is intuitive, uh, gets to the gets to the heart of the matter, and get, gets them to cancel things that they are paying for that they no longer want to be paying for. It's one of the best apps out there. So again, check it out, rocketmoney.com slash locked on. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, you know, these games are, these are our basket games have been really instructive. Like I said, games are super, super, super important. They tell us a whole lot. Um, you know, we heard Steve Clifford always say this, you know, you don't really learn anything until you watch the tape, but these games really told us a lot about Franz Wagner and, and told us a lot more than rumors out of a pickup game or watching training camp or even sometimes a preseason game would tell us. These are high-intensity, high-pressure games with a prize on the line. Germany won a bronze medal, and, and don't think that that is not a big deal. What we saw from Franz Wagner, and I think I noted this early, but I, I want to reiterate this, is Franz Wagner did everything he did well in Orlando, but better. You know, look, Franz Wagner had a really, really good year last year, and I think a lot of Magic fans were eager to see him kind of take that next step um, as far as just being on the ball, being a better pick-and-roll player, being a more assertive player, uh, looking to get his own shot more often. They want to see teams run the ball, run the pl- run plays for him. But the fact of the matter is, he takes a lot of shots already. He was second on the Magic in field goal attempts per game last year. He was second on Germany in this tournament for field goal attempts per game last year. It's really a, a testament and a compliment 
to how much of a positive impact that he has, that the constant complaint is that he is not involved enough, that he does not get enough shots. He does actually get a lot of shots. And what he showed in Eurobasket, and I think this is really important, what he showed in Eurobasket was that even when he is not the main focal point, he's going to get looks and he's going to score in bunches. The biggest improvement that Franz Wagner made during Eurobasket was his confidence to attack, his confidence in knowing this is what I can do, this is what I can be on the floor, and just doing it. Again, all the things that he did in Orlando, he did at a higher level in Eurobasket. Whether it was the confidence to take step back threes, whether it was the confidence to cut, knowing when to cut, it was the confidence to, to move the ball, to probe and pick and rolls, to be aggressive attacking the basket when he got that opportunity. The floor is a little more congested in FIBA because they allow zones. Um, it's a little bit more uh, handsy, a little bit more physical than the NBA. So there's a lot of reasons to believe Franz is going to be able to take a step up when he gets to the NBA. So again, this this Eurobasket run wasn't necessarily about seeing drastic and vast improvements uh, on, on things that we all thought he needed to be better at. This was about seeing him be better at everything that he was already pretty good at. Like, significantly good at. What we saw at Eurobasket was, was Franz take a step up in efficiency. It's not that Franz wasn't efficient last year either. Uh, Franz was a pretty good shooter, um, by all accounts. Um, uh, you know, it, you know, def, you know, I think he was a 30, th- you know, 34% three-point shooter, so like 42, 43% field goal shooter, like did some really good, did some good things, but there are definitely some areas where he was a little bit inefficient. But at Eurobasket, he averaged 15.2 points per game, shot 53.1% from floor, 46.3% from beyond the arc, and 88.9% from line. He only dipped below 50% shooting from deep because he had a 1-for-7 showing in the semifinal against Spain. At the end of the day, you know, A, yes, Franz was doing a lot of spot-up shooting, but he had that step-back game going. Remember that step-back he had again? Those two step-backs he had against Giannis? Just really impressive stuff. At the end of the day, Franz Wagner maybe didn't get the most shots. I think he averaged like 12 field goal attempts per game in this tournament. But he made the most of them, making six, seven of those shots per game. And just on that alone, that's 12 to 4 points per game before we get into three-pointers. That's really something that can translate over to the NBA. Because if, let's say, Franz gets the same shot diet that he had last year, it won't change his usage at all. Well, now you're looking at a guy who averaged 17 points per game in the NBA, but he's shooting much more efficiently from beyond the arc. He's shooting much more efficiently at the basket, where he was pretty good. I think he's just like 58% at the rim. Pretty good, especially for a rookie. If he ups his efficiency, that's suddenly four, five, six extra points that you find. And so maybe we did have it all wrong. Maybe we were thinking about the wrong things when it came to Franz Wagner uh, and, and what he needed to improve on. It wasn't his pick and rolls, which he was okay at last year. I think it was like 0.87, something like that, points per possession. It was just improving all of his game, his all-around game, and becoming more efficient there, and, and that's going to add points to his tally. 
The other area that I do want to highlight that he looked significantly better at in uh, Eurobasket, it's not going to show up in his stat sheet. His defense was really on point. Uh, I think his foul trouble against Slovenia hurt some of Germany's strategy. I think Germany was trying to save his fouls so that Franz could guard Luka in the fourth quarter. Uh, and Franz gave Luka some trouble. Uh, but more than that, his, his understanding of help side defense, his understanding of Germany's rotations, his just understanding of when to commit off his man to, to stop and contest a shot, when to stay with his man, when to show, doing all these things to be a deterrent as a help defender was all really, really good. He was he was so good defensively. I, I, I really, really cannot speak more. Uh, and it's, you know, again, it's hard without being able to show clips um, how good his defense was in this tournament. And if he is that two-way player this coming season for the Magic, then that's going to be a lot of fun. The bottom line is this. Uh, Franz Wagner's zero basket run um, was just affirming of what we saw in his rookie year and how good he was in his rookie year. And he did so many things that he was already really good at just better. And this, again, especially as a young player on a young team, getting better is the goal. And that is precisely what Franz Wagner did over these last few weeks at Eurobasket. Playing for his national team has undoubtedly given him more confidence. Playing in the NBA has given him more confidence, and it only seems to be building because he just seems like he is getting better and better and better. And you don't need to be a Magic fan to be excited about that. Plenty of former draft people, plenty of NBA people watch Germany's games, and even though Franz wasn't as involved as everyone would have liked, they all came away saying, this guy got better and is due for a breakout year. So what's it going to take for Franz to have a breakout year? What can we truly expect from Franz Wagner this season? Well, now we have to make the turn toward training camp. It's, it's on the way, folks. Uh, next week is media day. Now we make the turn towards training camp. We start thinking about how he fits into the bigger picture. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Franz Wagner is still in this really interesting spot for the Orlando Magic. Um, I think undoubtedly after being on the all-rookie first team last year, he is considered a core player for this team. Uh, You know, undoubtedly. um, Him, Wendell Carter, and Paolo Banker are probably three guys the Magic are going to be really hesitant to even entertain trading at this point. 
You could add a couple other players for half-set lists, but those three are probably the most important players on this team right now. And Franz Wagner earned that status by just being a reliable, <laughs> um, being a, a great score, you know, being a consistent scorer, being someone who fits in and just fits the overall mentality this team wants to have as a great defender, as a smart, as a as a high IQ player, just as a smart guy to have on the team. And so now the question is, what is next for Franz Wagner? Well, honestly, I think what a lot of Magic fans want to see is to see him be that number one scorer. See if he could be the number one guy. It's something the Magic had to do in December with all the COVID absences, and he really shined in that role. And when Cole Anthony came back and all the all the players came off the COVID list, everyone was like, well, why are we suddenly taking the ball out of Franz Wagner's hands. And so I think I think one area I think I do agree with that. While we did see this at Eurobasket, I do agree with this notion that yes, Franz needs to be on the ball more. And that is something the Magic should be pushing more for. If there is a difference between what we will see in Orlando as opposed to what we saw in Berlin and Cologne and in Eurobasket, it's that yes, the Magic are going to make sure they run pick and rolls for Franz Wagner. They're going to give him a healthy diet of plays to kind of feed the team and, and, and put them in a position to make things happen, to uh, put put him in a position to be that generator, to kind of get things going and keep things moving. That is undoubtedly something that the Magic want to do and the Magic should want to do. But there's still a lot of other things that have to go there too. The fit is going to be one of the more intriguing things. I do think because Paolo Bancaro has got such a good good IQ and is such a great passer, and Franz Wagner is such a good passer and has a great IQ, I think they're going to be able to fit together really, really well. Um, Wagner is, you know, I, I think his, his foot speed on the perimeter is a little suspect, so I, I wouldn't put him at the two as some people are suggesting. I'm, I'm not against doing that, actually. Um, but if those are your threes, three and four, the Magic are going to be able to play and compete. Um, they're going to have they're going to be an interesting team to watch just because of those two, and, and and just because of how smart those two are, especially offensively, where you know Paolo isn't known as a great defender yet. Um, he has the talent to do so, but it's going to be an interesting fit between the two, and there's no reason to think that they can't be successful there. But ultimately, I think the Magic want to see with a little sprinkling of that individual play of that pick and roll play. They want to see Wagner do exactly what he did at Eurobasket. And that's what's so fun about what we saw at Eurobasket. If Franz Wagner, who averaged, what, 15.4 points per game last year? If Franz Wagner does what he did last year, but more confidently, more efficiently, he's going to bump his scoring up at least three points per game to 15, 18, you know, 19, again, maybe even 20 points per game. He is capable of doing that. But what's also great about Franz Wagner is he's only going to do that if the defense lets him. If the defense is cutting him off but leaving another guy open in the corner, he's going to make that pass to the corner. If there's one area where Wagner could really improve this year if the Magic do put the ball in his hands a little bit more, it is as a passer. Because if that efficiency is there, he's going to find his shot. If that step back is real, if the way he was hitting step back threes 
um, in Eurobasket is real, he is going to find holes in the defense and he's going to find shots um, to, to, to imp- just to improve his averages and improve his scoring and just get a little bit better statistically. But again, this is where Franz is a little bit different. Franz isn't chasing stats. He's doing what will help his team win. And while there might be a little bit more selfish selfish play added in there, which is not a bad thing. I don't mean that pejoratively. He could be really, really good. Franz Wagner could be a player who's pushing for the All-Star team very, very soon. And everyone seems to believe that that is his potential. And so it feels like this season with what Franz has worked on, and, and Franz will have, an, have more international duty next summer um, if Germany is able to qualify for the World Cup. It seems like the goal for Franz is to do what he did last year, but better. And by all accounts, he's already there and already doing it. And that, my friends, is just really exciting to see. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in. Him, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them by sending the podcast to your podcast enabled listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, Go make the NBA Top 50 on Locked On NBA your second listen. Which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season? Locked On and the Bet Online Odds Makers present the NBA Top 50 Most Valuable Players. Find it on Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. We're going to continue player outlooks just like this one. Maybe not as involved as this one, but just like this one throughout the week as we get ready for Media Day next Monday and the opening of training camp next Tuesday. The NBA season is almost here, and we cannot wait to get going. But until next time, for Orlando Magic Dale and Locked on Magic, we'll see you all again next time another episode of Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.